0: This week, Father Paul introduces his presentation of Genesis chapter 24, touching on Isaac's role and the significance of what he terms the prolegomena of the story. I am delighted to introduce Father Paul on the Bible as Literature podcast, Tarazi Tuesdays. Genesis chapter 24 is interesting. Well, first of all, It is a very long chapter, possibly the longest in the Genesis, if not one of the longest. And basically, we have the story of the marriage of Isaac. But again, we need to listen to the story as it unveils, in order to realize something very important in the Bible that Isaac never left technically the scriptural Canaan. He was born there, he grew up there and he died there it becomes more striking in chapter 26 and later in conjunction with the story of jacob in chapter 26 we are told right from the beginning that there was a famine and the reaction to the famine of abraham early on and later jacob is to go down to Egypt to find bread whereas in chapter 26 god does not allow isaac to go down to egypt he forces him to stay where he is a second feature that will also become important later in the story of jacob is that whereas isaac was treated if you like as a prince that everything is offered to him and happens to him he doesn't make any effort of any kind specifically in the matter of his marriage in this case jacob his son will have to slave and we'll talk about that verb abad slave twice 7 years each set of 7 for one of the two sisters to marry them and as i shall mention later this is already the story the way it is cast is a prelude to the servitude of Jacob and his children in Egypt later so we see again how the stories are interconnected we have to learn to do that by listening to them not by reading books about that just by listening ourselves to the text we'll get it one day so without having to go in detail about every verse as we did with the previous chapter we can go more swiftly through the story remembering that and when we do that we shall notice other connections number 1 that the brother of Rebekah the one who would become the wife of Isaac is named already here Laban he will have some function but his real function will be brought about later in his dealings with Jacob and through that we notice another feature of this story that differentiates between Isaac and Jacob not only Jacob had to leave the country to look himself for a bride and not only to be caught in a situation of slavery servitude while he is in Haran or aram naharaim upper mesopotamia but he is fooled by his own uncle so laban the brother of rebecca behaves positively unto the good towards isaac whereas he is ill-intentioned with Jacob. So all this when put together will show us that Jacob slash Israel is from A to Z a sad story. Unlike what people try to make out of Jacob that he was, uh, he goes to Haran. He is fooled. He has to go to Egypt later when he himself does not want to go to Egypt, but his hand is forced because his youngest son, who was his preferred Benjamin, is kept in Egypt and he has to go down there now ultimately the promise is made to both isaac and jacob but the way of isaac to put it this way once the herder of chapter 22 is over and remember that in that chapter isaac did not have any say the sacrifice was imposed upon him. And thus, all his life was, how shall I put it? According to the plan, he didn't have to do much. It's just things were happening to him, for him, And in this sense, he is uh, special, unique. And uh, interestingly, Paul in the letter to Galatians, say that we are so special that we are not only children but we are children kata Isaac, Allah Isaac according, which is very strange to have it pushed that way. And when you are attuned, you will realize that this passage in Galatians chapter four that speaks about "Our mother in heaven," Sarah, which produced Isaac, which is free and not enslaved." is written, in a way, anti-Jacob because it's very funny if we are children of Israel even in the new testament you know israel is jacob so technically you're linked to him but that is a double edged story in other words if you know well your scripture you don't want to be a child of jacob you would prefer to circumvent him and go directly to Isaac, but unfortunately you can't. You see how the biblical story uh, plays you. And that's why the word, my phrase to submit to the biblical story and the uh, biblical text, is of necessity. Otherwise, you won't get the message of the text, and if you don't get the message, there is no hope for you. But we were caught up very early with stressing the Evangelion as good news. And thus, we stress the good. And especially if you are in North America, nothing is good unless you feel that it is good and scripture is not going to allow you that ultimately it is good take for instance earlier i spoke about the scattering of the children of israel ultimately proved to be good not only for Israel, but more important in this case, for the nations, because had Israel not been scattered, the nations would not have heard about the message. So the good, ultimately, and in the letters of Paul, it's very clear, it is the good of God in the plan of God, and it happens when it happens. You cannot force your hand now my hearers are going to feel that i'm going on a lengthy tangent but all this will be encountered later and i'll stress that actually it is already written in my notes that i'm going to present that jacob it's good to have a full picture of the story now so that we can follow more readily the text he and in this case his mother Rebecca who at the beginning looks as though she is the good guy or the good gal but she and her son Jacob play on Isaac to steal the blessing that was supposed to be Esau's and went into Jacob and you say wow that's fantastic but then you have to suffer for many chapters, and you wish Genesis was shorter than that, <laughs> where way before the captivity in Egypt, you have a lengthy, a number of lengthy chapters detailing what Jacob went through. And still, When he got married and got back, he was in trouble with his two wives and their two maids and his children. And the poor guy, he thought he would now be allowed to enjoy Canaan and suddenly he was dragged into Egypt. I mean, it's a a sad story. It's a melodrama. (laughs) But we're not attuned to that theology likes to take shortcuts. Notice how in the Sunday School material. You begin with Adam, you move to Cain, you move to Moses, you move to David, and you move to Egypt in 60 minutes. Or let's say in one semester. <laughs> and then to Jesus. and so. On. But that's not the way of scripture. It is what it is. And you have to suffer with it, bear with it, accept it the way it is. So it is by putting all those stories not together in the sense of you concoct a new salad, but in the way it is set that you have Abram and Sarai and then Abraham and Sarah and then Hagar and Ishmael and Isaac and then Jacob and Esau and then in the meantime you have Ishmael and so on. You have just to put up with it to realize that the plan of God does not happen nicely and softly and then you remember what he went through in Genesis 6 and you realize that his hand was forced and even when you get into the land and you get into david after saul just to give a broader picture like after saul you start feeling good and now we got to the real guy david and then when you start the story of david you wish that you had stayed with saul That's why God needed another Saul slash Paul to prepare for the new David. (laughs) I like to present the Bible from this perspective. That it's a long, long haul. And you have to hear it the way it is presented. And then only when you do that, you will be ready to accept the statement of Paul in Romans that. No one is righteous, all have sinned. There is no righteous. Which, by the way, is taken from Psalms. It's not that Paul made it up. But he just pushed it in two sentences in Romans, to say, look, friends, I got so much tired in listening to the Old Testament that I don't have energy to write another Old Testament. So I'm going to write you shorter letters and you could see how much I'm suffering. Because the first one, Romans, is sixteen chapters, followed by sixteen of one Corinthians, followed by thirteen in two Corinthians, followed by six in Galatians. In <laughs> other words, friends, come on now. <laughs> enough is enough. Okay? It's your last chance. I'm repeating it. And that's how I perceive the entire take of scripture. And my referential text is 1 Corinthians 10, when Paul invites the Corinthians to submit, and thus submerge themselves, enter into the biblical story, beginning with the Exodus and the giving of the law. As though they were there. okay? So this chapter 24 is an opportunity for me to introduce the whole matter, because we're going to have soon after Isaac Ishmael, and notice very important, you will realize that and that text is very important for me, that Isaac and Ishmael that were separated will meet. In Hebron and will be buried in Hebron. In other words, Ishmael is not forgotten. Esau is not forgotten. No one is forgotten. The Bible, the nations are not forgotten. But it's a long story that begins with Genesis 11 and God's fight with the nations. They want to spread the way they decide to spread, and thus come together as an empire whenever they decide to do so. With God forcing their hand to tell them, Look, my decision is that you spread over the entire earth, and that's what I want you to do. Okay? But then to do that, he has to undergo himself this story. And thus for me, the book of Isaiah is very important, which I term as being the story of God with his city jerusalem it's not the story of jerusalem it is the story of god with his city jerusalem okay so i tried at this opportunity where we are going to go in this direction of jacob israel his children and so on which means the israel of the biblical story by reading these chapters as prolegomena for that story Abraham and Isaac. But these prolegomena are not secondary, are of the essence. You had to hear the story of Abraham, the story of Isaac, to be ready to accept the story of Jacob and be patient and stay with it until the end. The Bible as Literature is a production of the Ephesus School Network.